Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Star Wars Databanks, the canon podcast where I talk all things Star Wars. Today we're going to be talking about an epic super fleet showdown, so sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy this brand new episode of Star Wars Databanks. Hello everyone, and like I said in the intro, today we're going to be matching up two huge fleets that I'll get from random wheels and seeing who would be the winner in a battle. So, hope you guys uh, will enjoy this episode. Hope you guys are also enjoying the more regular uploads. Been trying to do that after school, so it seems to be working out pretty well. How this is going to work, I've got three random wheels. One with a capital ship, or one's with one with a ton of capital ships. One with a ton of cruisers, and one with a whole list of fighters. We're going to get one capital ship, two cruisers, and two fighters. Two fighter squadrons, I should say. And then I will analyze, analyze each fleet and tell you guys who I think would win and why. So without any further ado, let's hop right into it by spinning the first wheel. Alright, some of the ships on here are quite vicious, some aren't as bad. But looks like we have a Venator. Good start. Venators are the Republic um, Star Destroyer, seen in Clone Wars. Um, pretty good ships, very high fighter capacity, but a lot weaker turbo lasers and um, point defense systems than the Star Destroyer. Spinning the cruiser wheel. Uh, looks like we're going to have a Republic Cruiser. Uh, that'll go well with the Victory, especially since they, they were designed to complement each other. So it'll work out pretty well. For the second Cruiser, Team 1 will have... Um, a Victory Star Destroyer. Ooh, that's actually really good. Victories are very powerful ships. For the fighters. Victories are like a slightly weaker Star Destroyer. They're basically like a weaker Venator. They get a TIE Fighter Squadron. And... An A-Wing Squadron. Ooh, that's good. Alright, I'm gonna write those down real quick. Venator. Republic. Bruiser. Then, what was it? Uh, victory. And then tie. And, and, um, A-Wing. Alright. And for fleet number two, we're gonna have... Looks like an MC-75. That's really cool. Spinning for a cruiser. Looks like we're going to have CR-90, another good duo. Both Republic ships. MC-75 was the ship in Rogue One, the main rebel flagship that went to attack uh, the Empire's base on Scarif. CR-90 is the rebel blockade runner, uh, seen at the very beginning of Episode 4, Princess Leia's ship. And for the second ship, it's going to be a Nebulon B Another really good escort ship and a rebel ship. That's the um long one. 
um, with the kind of boxy engine in the back. And spinning for some fighters. Honestly, probably the best things on here would be uh, B-Wing and Tide Defender. But they get Vulture Droid. Vulture Droids are good. Not the best thing they could have gotten, but Vulture Droids do have Buzz Droid launchers, which are very effective. And Y-Wing Squadrons. This is a very rebel ship fleet-oriented. MC-75. Uh, C... Uh, CR-90. Nebulon B. Then you have... Oh, what were the squadrons? Vulture. Droids. And... Y-Wing. Alright. I'm going to take a quick break, break, analyze these fleets, and I'll come back right after this and tell you who won. Alright, so I spent quite a long time hashing it out between those these two fleets. Definitely advantages to both. I think, though, the Venator Player 1 fleet wins. Here's why. So, I was thinking about ways the Republic fleet could win. The only way I see it happening is Vulture Droids with Y-Wings. The Vulture Droids are able to attack the TIE Fighters and the A-Wings. And then Y-Wings come in and blow up either the Republic Cruiser or the Victory. Probably the Victory. Send the Nibulon B with them to attack the Victory. And I think that's good. The... And uh, CR-90 is basically an upgraded version of the Republic Cruiser. So just to uh, send a, uh, that against the Republic Cruiser, and that's going to be pretty good. Probably, though, will be dis uh, so uh, bruised it won't be able to go up against the Venator. And then it just comes down to the MC-75 versus Venator. And I'm going to be honest, I don't think the Venator could win that, or MC-75 could win that. Um, it's main job is, you know, um, the mothership. So it's good at helping the ships around it, um, and combining the efforts of all the ships around it into one steadied attack and a command ship, but really just, uh, would not size up to the Venator as far as weapons, even though I said, I know I said Venator has weaker point defenses than the Star Destroyer. It's not saying a lot since Venator, or Super, or Star Destroyer, sorry has really weak defenses, um, point defense, or really strong point defenses anyways. Um, so overall, I think this fleet, um, well, pretty good, would not be able to beat the Venator fleet. So let's roll it again and see what happens this time. Alright, it looks like it's going to be landing on an interdictor ship. That's interesting. So I think that implies a kind of surprise attack. That, uh, interdictor ships were Imperial ships that could drag other ships out of hyperspeed. Um, oh, and looks like they have a Victory Star Destroyer with them. So interdictors are really good at surprise ambushes, but you usually don't want them by themselves. And a hard cell. Hard cells are... If you remember in Episode 2... When after the Colosseum, um, like 
they attacked um, the droid factories on an open plane, and there were giant kind of missile-looking ships rising up. Those are hard cells. They're basically separatist um, cruisers. So they so far have an interdictor, a victory, and a hard cell. Let's look at what kind of fighters they have. I think if they get some good fighters here, B-Wings, some TIE Defenders, they'll be set up really well. Ooh, they do have Vulture Droids, though. It's not great. Um, And their second one would be TIE Bombers. Ooh. Um... Honestly, probably the two worst fighter squadrons you could have gotten for this fleet. So, interdictor. Um, then they had a victory. A um, oh, what was the other one? Hard cell. Uh, vulture droids. And TIE Bombers. TIE Bombers were honestly really bad fighter uh, ships. Um, we're not up to... Well, I was going to say not up to the Imperial Standard. The Imperial Standard isn't very much. Um, not very good ships, though. Definitely could have been improved by either just giving them shields, giving them extended um, bomb bomber bays, um, giving them better engines or better sensors they could have been upgraded in almost every way um and i would honestly put two tie bombers up against one y-wing and i think the y-wing would win all right but we're gonna spin again for fleet number two the capital ship will be a venator here i want to respin let's let's talk about a new ship um let's see and it will be, ugh, Interdictor. Alright, we're going to roll one more time. And if it lands on, same thing again, we will. I'm hoping for, yeah, something that will make it interesting. Alright, that's better. MC80. MC80. Alright. Uh, that is the kind of pickle-looking ship in Episode 6. The Rebels use when attacking the second Death Star. Along with... And our Quentins, which is an Imperial heavy cruiser. So MC-80 and our Quentins. That's the one that um, uh, Moff Gideon was on in Mandalorian. CR-90. Ooh, this is sizing up to be a really good fleet. And then two fighter squadrons. TIE fighters. Okay. I guess that's okay. Probably really needed... Need a bomber here, I think. B-Wing, TIE Defender. V-Wing. Alright. That actually makes it a bit rough for them. MC-80. Combined with a CR-90. A Arquentins. And then TIE Fighter and a V-Wing. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, analyze these fleets. We'll be back in just a sec. All right, after much deliberation, I've made the hard decision. So, here's my thought process. The Interdictor, probably waiting in ambush with a victory 
and Bulger droids and TIE bombers already deployed. They're in a formation um, where the victory's in front, fighters screening the interdictor, um, but the interdictor isn't too far back where it can't start firing. The MC-18 um, fleet is in hyperspace, and I think they get pulled out kind of all in a group. This will really throw off the Rebels' guard, and they'll um, have to scramble their TIE fighters and V-wings immediately to deal with the TIE bombers and Vulture droids. I think V-wings are good enough to deal with Vulture droids, TIE fighters are good enough to deal with TIE bombers. I think that wipes out the droided, or the... um. Interdictor's fighter advantage early on. But I think the Rebel fighters are very severely diminished. And I don't think... TIE fighters definitely can't do anything against ships. B-wings, well, they might have a couple missiles. But I think their numbers will be so diminished, won't stand much of a chance. So I think it comes down to the Victory, Interdictor, and Hard Cell versus MC-80, CR-90, and Arquentins. The MC-80 fleet is caught off guard, so they're probably all you know, out of formation. But the Rebel ships are designed to be adaptable in many situations, and the MC-80's advantage is actually coming in on its side. Because it was going through light speed, I'm guessing it has a side shot on the Interdictor, their uh, victory, and hard sell. And I think all they really have to do is get the MC-80 up, the Arquentins, um, in a position where it can just unleash... And the CR-90 just has to sit back, relax, and watch the MC-80 win this fight. So I think that's my thought process behind all those battles. Tell me if you think any differently by sending me an email at starwarsdatabanks at gmail.com. Uh, I'm hoping to continue my A through Z series. If you guys have any idea for what I should do for the letter D, uh, email me again and I'll do so. And if you like battles like this, why don't you go check out my uh, Battle of Jakku episode. Really good episode. Probably my favorite one I've ever made. I love to listen to that one. Other than that, I hope you guys all enjoyed. If you do, stick around. Find another episode. I bet you'll enjoy that one as well. Thank you all for listening. And may the Force be with you. Always. All right, guys, took me a bit of a time, a bit of a time, what on earth? Dang it. <laughs>